The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 71. Why should sports science students start a blog at university? Welcome to another episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your current profession, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in sports science. I hope today's episode can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Liam Oliver. Liam is a sports scholar and founder of the Sports Eye Guy blog, where he has a real passion for sports nutrition and high performance, where he has gained practical experience by working with UK Sport, British Diving and many more. I can happily say that it's great to have Liam as a special guest on the show. That's why in today's episode, Liam will share his sports career ambitions and explain to you why he started a sports science blog during his time at university. Liam, it's great to have you on the show. Please, can you share your sports journey to the listeners? When did it all start? Yeah, so it all started back when I did my A-levels. Um, so I've always been uh, quite an avid runner. So I just started doing a couch to 5K on my phone. And then I started thinking, why, why am I actually doing this? Why am I trying to run quicker every week? And so obviously chose chose fit physical education as part of one of my A-levels and kind of took it from there. Came here to, to Sheffield Hallam University and then sort of started with the idea that I wanted to be a physiotherapist. And then over the, so I'm now in my third year, so over the three years, that's pretty much changed every year. And my career trajectory has not been a straight line as such. And, I, I, and I'm sure that it won't be uh, for the rest of my career as well. Absolutely. Just going back to when you're at college, what inspired you to do a sports science degree? Uh, I think it was the fact that I just randomly started this couch to 5k and obviously uh, you see people like Usain Bolt and Mo Farah on the TV and you think yeah you know like I, I was sort of thinking how how many strides does Usain Bolt do how much oxygen does Mo Farah consume how how on earth does he run that fast and and, and sustain that high intensity and it was that it was that kind of spark really when I'd see Mo Farah race or Usain Bolt and I sort of thought I want to work in high performance. Absolutely I was going to say it's sort of clear to me on the on the interview that you're really interested in what elite athletes do do you find it also interesting with regards to an amateur runner as well? Uh, Absolutely so uh, I think one of the main things really is that uh, there's that kind of population of competitive amateurs that actually get forgotten about, whereas actually they, uh, they they could be on the cusp of greatness, so to speak. Uh, you just have to look at the uh, marathon runner. Um, his first name was Josh. I can't remember his second name now. Uh, who was from Swansea Harriers Athletic Club, uh, and he just sort of totally came out of the blue. It was, it was his first marathon. And he absolutely smashed it. And I think in terms of getting people active and to start in the first place, 
that's where you can actually kind of start a little bit of a revolution. You, you never know what you'll find in sport. Do you feel that sports science, with regards to research, has a big factor in this from your experience during university so far? Uh, definitely. So I think with university, we uh, we get the foundation. Um, uh, and now, uh, as you kind of filter through the years, uh, you're not spoon-fed. Uh, you know, uh, you have to be independent with the research and you have to create your own opportunities. But And so from, from my opportunities, I've kind of realised that you have to be able to apply that research. So we know all of the hard science, so to speak, but for, for a coach, they just want to know, how is it going to make my athlete jump higher or sprint faster? Or how is it going to make them sustain that intensity for longer? And of course, the athletes want to know that as well. So, so now, now it's growing into a real multidisciplinary kind of aspect as well. From your experience from the last two years, because I know you're in your final year at university, how is understanding research really important? Uh, I think really that's kind of where the building block. So really, uh, it's it's kind of the essence of some sort of uh, discovery. So this might work, or there's, or it might not, and it's kind it's kind of where that aims to disprove something or it might be, it might have potential. Um, and you have to kind of translate that and think in, into each uh, individual context as well. Uh, you know, you wouldn't treat a 22-year-old marathon runner the, the same as you treat a 45-year-old person who's been sedentary all of their life. So, so you really have to look at the research that's been out there that relates to the context and then be able to translate that into meaningful kind of actions. Absolutely. Was this the reason why you started your blog? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, it was my third year, um, and I think uh, I think I'd sort of had a lot of experience, but uh, possibly suffered from imposter syndrome a little bit. Sort of felt like I didn't really know any, anything at all. Um, but you know. I thought the blog would just be a kind of uh, good kind of starting point for me to get some some at least basic knowledge out there uh, for, for people to read. Uh, you, you know, I don't claim claim to be the world's best sports nutritionist or anything. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's just a good kind of way for me to get my point across and my views. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic. Would you mind explaining to listeners what your blog is about, what you post and what you've learned from the experience as well. Yeah, of course. So uh, my blog, really, so it's called Sports Sci Guy. To write about is just sports, sports nutrition. Um, but, but I'm also really big on physiology, and I'm open to writing about any kind of topics in sports science. So uh, on my degree, I've learned about psychology, biomechanics, um, physical activity. And uh, although I'm not quite a jack-of-all-trades as such, and an expert in all of them, um, I, I can certainly elaborate. And that's kind of my thought, is that I've had some some kind of knowledge in different topics, and so I wanted to to write down my thoughts on it and kind of what the research says and, and just translate it for people. Would you mind explain to the listeners the type of blog posts you've written about? Very briefly, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, off the top of my head, I've written about eating fat and uh, the, the, the kind of myth that eating fat makes you fat. I've written about um, nu nutrition for immunity and how to, how to reduce the risk of 
illness and injury. Uh, also, just in micronutrients in general, macronutrients, uh, what, what they are, um, and just sort of overall sports nutrition topics so far. I'm guessing, is that your career purpose when you leave, working in that field? Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So uh, one of the big things that I'm sort of directing people to now and sort of really saying, go for this, there's a lot of scope in this, is is sports nutrition. And I think, uh, I know you spoke to Professor Graham Close, um, and obviously he's part of the Sport and Exercise Nutrition Register, the SENAR. So the SENAR and BDA are, are working really hard uh, to kind of um, build up the policies on on sports nutrition and sports nutrition and physiology is is certainly where I'll be going. Right, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Where would you like to be in five years' time? Wow, that's a big one. Uh, so I like to think that I will have uh, gone to uh, Tokyo for uh, for the Olympics um, with, uh, with with a team. Uh, who, uh, who who that may be, I have no idea, but uh, my uh, main career goal really is in high performance. That's perfect. Just relating to what you're doing now, what have you been up to? Uh, all, all sorts, really. So I obviously finished my second year uh, back in May and then got straight on with the uh, research uh, about my third year project. So I've been doing that. Um, I've still, still been working with British Diving, so I work with those in performance nutrition, uh, but also in the gym with those guys. Um and I've also been uh, working on a high-intensity exercise study as well um, here, here at university. So I run the physiology for that. Uh, so we're looking at the effects of music on it. Um, so, yeah, just little bits of volunteering here and there uh, to, uh, to keep me going and stay proactive. Liam, that is great. Just on a personal note, looking back for when you're doing those 5K runs, what have you enjoyed so far in studying sport looking back? Uh, I think it's seeing the sort of range of topics that there are, but also seeing that kind of variability in in performance and in and in different abilities, um, and sort of how how we can how we can enhance that, and you know really try to optimize performance, but uh, but also health. Um, uh, you know, uh, I run at Park Run um, every, every weekend. That's a great scheme just to three times 5k run for people to get down and it's just sort of being able to have those opportunities for me to work in high, high performance with British Diving and those guys but also see it on the other end. I think you've highlighted a really important factor that sports science degrees don't relate just to the elite end it also relates to grassroots and mass participation. Liam I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question what advice would you give to university first-year students who are starting out with their sports science degree? Yeah, uh, so I have a little bit of a mantra that I've sort of lived by since I started at university, uh, and it's and it's as simple as limitations only exist if you let them. Um, uh, essentially, it's what every lecturer will will tell you at the start uh, of, of of your first year on your first day, and that's that university is what you make it. So uh, if you're a student and if it's not university, if it's if it's A-levels or anything, it's uh, they will provide you with some basic uh, opportunities and some ideas and some theory. But really, it's just uh, it's just up to you to apply it. That's a great piece of advice, Liam. How can people interact with you and your blog? 
Uh, uh, so my blog is just sportssciguy.wordpress.com. Uh, I'm also on Twitter and, uh, and Instagram. So they're both at sportssciguy. I also have a Facebook page that's sportssciguy. And I'm on LinkedIn just as Liam Oliver. That is brilliant. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website relating to this blog post. Liam, it's been great chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ed. Really appreciate it. What a great interview by Liam. For me, what I really enjoyed listening to was Liam's enthusiastic and positive attitude into what he wants to do when he leaves university and how he has such a big interest with regards to sports nutrition and high-performance sport. So I really do hope that if you are a sports science student starting your career, that it's so important to realise that your interest at university can be so applied to the sports industry moving forward from an industry point of view, but also, most importantly, your career adventure. And I really do hope, with regards to relating to today's main topic, that having a blog is a great way to start off. It's a great way to voice your opinions about certain topics on what you're studying, to really get a following on board online, but most importantly, meet new people in the industry with regards to employment opportunities. So I really do hope you took on board what Liam was saying during his career adventure, which is really about to start, which is really exciting, but apply it to your career aspirations as well. All I can say is apply what you learn and put it into practice and good luck. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my special guest so you can discover your career aspirations within the sports industry. Liam said, limitations only exist if you let them. <laughs>